What's up, Clone Nation? First day of August, sun is shining, and um, I'm Chris Williams here at the Carl Chevrolet Studio in Ankeny. I'm joined by the grizzled veteran Rob Gray, fresh off of a trip to the cabin in Minnesota, and we just got back from covering Iowa State's football media day um, that took place earlier today. We've got a lot of takeaways, not only from it, but just Cyclone football in general as fall camp starts on Friday. For the Cyclones, it'll be a busy day up in Ames as that's going on. And then basketball has its big reunion. I'm sure you've heard about here. Um, That happens tomorrow as well. So we're going to have a lot of coverage just throughout the weekend. Uh, But real quickly, before uh, we get to today's reactions from Cyclone Football Media Day, here is a quick word from our sponsors. Check out our monthly specials at Floors Direct on carpet, hardwood, and luxury vinyl to save you even more. Bigger selection than the home centers, expert service, and always better value. Floors Direct. Say yes to paying less. All right, welcome back to the Carl Chevrolet Studios here in Ankeny. Rob Gray, welcome back. You're done with hibernation. Does it feel good? Uh, yeah. I mean, I wish Media Day, I know it's always the first Thursday of, uh, of August, I could have stayed up at the cabin until Saturday if it were next week, but uh, that's okay. It's good to be Look back. Look at this guy. I've got my old man beard yeah. going. I got the, I'm, I'm sure it was in total jest, but I got the Matt Campbell approval on it. I Did said, he like it? I said, I, this is kind of like my cabin summer beard. I was too lazy. He's like, I love it. And you say, oh, prom, I told prom to keep the beard. Prom needs to keep the beard. It's I great. I think so. I think so as well. Uh, Cyclone Football Media Day was earlier today, and I, I enjoyed today's event more than I think I normally do with these. I Usually it's kind of when you go to Dallas, you don't you don't learn a lot from these. I didn't learn a lot, but I really enjoyed side conversations I have with multiple players. I had really good talk with um, Greg Eisworth specifically. I thought LaMichael Petway was intriguing. Some of the things that he had to say about, um, you know, coming from Arkansas to Iowa State. And I really enjoyed, uh, believe it or not, and we'll talk a little bit more about this. I spoke with John Kolar, the the new backup quarterback, maybe emergency quarterback. We'll see where he fits in throughout fall camp. I enjoyed today, though, and it seemed like a confident football team. What are, what were your takeaways? Well, I I, I think there are several, but uh, normally I go big picture. But I just continue to be intrigued by how good the D-line can be and 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 I think it's pretty clear it can be a top five national unit um coach Haycock was asked about it coach Campbell was asked about using the four-man front more because Mm -hmm. of the talent they have up there and the depth and Campbell noted correctly that they did use it some uh at points last season even though the three-man front has proven to be so dynamic for them given the linebacker play they've had and back end as as well but uh just how good they can be and i i I mean we know what jaquan bailey can do he's going to break the the all-time sacks record we know what ray lima has done and coach campbell took that oh one of the most intriguing parts today with him saying that ray lima is as responsible for the culture at iowa state as anybody maybe maybe more responsible um but then you have how Jamal Johnson really emerged last year, and Campbell yeah. said that that um, could be traced back to even the Liberty Bowl at the tail end of the previous season. And, and you got up and comers. 
Isaiah Lee and, and Tucker Robertson and, and all those guys, and he got Enyu back, presumably healthy. I mean, did you Matt see Leo, him today? Did you talk to Enyu? I did not talk to Enyu today. Yeah. But, um, you know, knock on wood as far as that goes. But Matt Leo with more Campbell referenced him as well. I mean, what a deep, strong, and, I mean, just athletic group. And I think uh, it's going to bode well if they can take yet another step. The depth that, that you mentioned with the defensive line, too, I think uh, – and, and Campbell kind of touched on this late in his press conference today. You know, he started throwing that word multiple out again. But I, I wouldn't be surprised either with the amount of bodies that they have and the quality bodies, and they're constantly evolving on that side of the ball. Uh, you know, when you talk Iowa State football and John Hancock, you think of the three-man front, you think of the, you know, the dime stack, you think of all that stuff. I wouldn't be surprised if they throw four men out there on the ground – every once in a while just to mess with the opposition. I think it's very realistic. They did that some last year. Yep. Doesn't get talked about a lot. Um, and I think that when when you start factoring Will McDonald, and we've, we've covered that a lot, we probably won't cover much of Will McDonald from today's media session because Jay Jordan and I did so much on him yep. in yep. Dallas. But he gives you a lot of flexibility in that spot and, and what you can do with it. So I'm I'm glad you're paying attention to that because I think that that's still the really the the core of Iowa State football right now is that defensive line it bleeds back into the linebackers and then you know I spoke with Greg Eisworth too and um, and I spent a lot of time talking with Marcel Spears about this down in Dallas just like the flexibility that those guys have as you know guys on the back end of that defense playing behind that defensive yeah. line how much easier that makes their their jobs yeah and I mean if they can effectively have four down linemen there. It's think how much better. I mean, they've been good against the running game, it, it, progressively better. But this could become a stifling defensive line on, on almost any type of, of you know, what type, whatever elite back is thrown at you with, with a good or above average offensive line. These guys, I think, if they stay true to form, can actually thwart that aspect of it. So then you start mixing and matching and you do all the multiples and more turnovers maybe come into play because you've got other teams scrambling to, to uh, you know, go to plan B and plan C. Uh, other takeaways from today, I, I spent my first really, uh, you know, in-depth time talking to Brock Birdie. Boy, he's... That was, that was exciting. He didn't it? have a lot to say, that young man. <laughs> he, um, I was trying to get him, and I did, and I'll probably write about this a little bit, but um, I was talking to him about his love for Tim Tebow. I didn't know this because he's 15, and I just assume he picked 15 because of Tebow. And I asked him, I said, is that, is that why? He goes, nope. That's just the number they gave me. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's crazy. That's but the, no, I mean, you can see why you just sit there. I mean, razor focus. He looks you in the eye. Yep. Stern shake of the hand. Like he is, yes, sir. He, he's a yes, Matt sir. Campbell. A lot of sirs. Yeah, yeah, he is a Matt Campbell guy. If I ever did see one, you want to talk about politeness. You want to talk about being about quote unquote all the right things. I think we were chatting with Campbell a little bit and we're mentioning how how Brock was. Uh, I guess you would call him a, a boring interview. He's so dynamic on the field, but maybe kind of a you know vanilla in those responses. And Campbell's, like, you know, I, I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Why? You know, you can have a bombastic person back there, but. You know, and that's entertaining for us, but um, it's all about production on the field. And obviously what Brock did last season speaks for itself. And then, 
the, the sky's the limit moving forward. Uh, anything else stand out to you today? I think you're probably a better person to ask about this, Rob, than me because I've been kind of back on the beat for a couple of weeks now, especially in Jared's absence the last week. Yeah, I think people kind of know where I'm at on most of this. Uh, anything pop? Outside of what we've talked about, not a ton other than a lot was talked. I, I, I continue to be intrigued with how many running backs should be able to contribute. Yeah. And I think a, a, That's a good point. A, there was a good question to Campbell about how at Toledo sometimes they had a couple of guys who were 700 plus. I think Alex Halstead might have mentioned that, you know, where you've got almost like two featured backs and then other guys around the edges. But I mean, when you talk about the talent and the potential impact of a Brees Hall and a Jarrell Brock, and you've got fastest guy on the team, Kane coming back presumably healthy. Sheldon Crony did a lot of things filling in for him in key spots last season, showing his multifaceted. They all bring something different. Johnny Lang might be at the best wiggle. We don't know exactly what Hall and Brock bring, but we know they bring power and speed. I do feel like Lang kind of gets left out of the conversation. Yeah, he got hurt last year, yeah. and, 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 and you know he didn't have any huge, huge, huge plays that made, you know, made your jaw drop, but you know, he's right there, and I I think that's going to give them so much flexibility, keeping people fresh. And also, Kane, kick returner, I mean, that takes a lot out of you. Yeah. So, I mean, the committee approach, it, it, it can be one heck of a dynamic group, or as you see it at some programs that are really, really explosive running games, there might be a guy fourth on that list who's averaging 8.9 yards a carry. He might only rush for 280 yards that year, but he's a lethal threat. And when you get him in there, he'll have a 100-yard game. Cyclone Fanatic Podcast. We're at the Carl Chevrolet Studios. want to encourage everybody to go to our merchandise store, teamcloset.com slash cyclonefanatic. We have now, we're now selling Rob officially licensed Iowa State gear along with our, uh, our Cyclone Fanatic line That's that fantastic. will keep growing. Yeah, yeah we're, we the guys over We've got this cool black uh, with the CF yeah. logo. Yeah, that one's cool. The pocket tee's really cool. Mm. They've got the black polos with the I State logo. So okay. check that out. And that will be growing every day. We're we're you know, now that we're doing officially licensed stuff, you know, we're we're constantly working with trademarking to making sure we're we can do all the stuff that we're doing, but that will keep growing as we lead up to the season. So check that out, teamcloset.com slash Fanatic. I also want to encourage everybody, um, intern Brandon was following us around today. Intern Brandon handling the Instagram stories. So if you're not following us on Instagram, we're putting a lot of resources and time into that source of so are you on instagram Rob? i am I, i'm not uh that well versed with it like yeah. i can post photos and i can look at photos but uh yeah i'll, I'll get up to speed well, i'm not that old uh, some positions uh that stand out to us as we enter fall camp for iowa state i'm really um enamored with the tight ends i think that that's a spot with hakeem butler being gone now i i do think lamichael petway will t- I think he'll fill a lot of what Hakeem did. Mm-hmm. I really do. I don't think that people are talking about that enough, really, at this point. But I do think the tight ends can fill a void, too. And, and again, we'll, we'll refer to Matt Campbell in the multiple talk. You've got three guys there in Saner, Allen, and Kolar who are very, they're significantly different types of players. And I, they're, they're going to line up two tight ends a lot this year because mm-hmm. I think that they view that as helping them in that offensive line with the run game 
All those guys are capable of pa- catching passes. Saner, I think, is going to look a lot like Sam Sion Buckner last year. Although, I asked Matt Campbell about that in today's press conference, and he gave me more than I thought he would, really kind of telling me, Rob, that Saner might – not only can he fill Sion Buckner's shoes, but he might be able to add to it. That's what I took away from that. Yeah, well, I, th- I think Coach Campbell has talked – repeatedly about how Saner is far more athletic. Yes. People want to pigeonhole him. I mean, I remember asking Alex Golish a couple of years ago, hey, is, is Manning trying to try to get him on the offensive line? He goes, don't even say that. Don't even mention it. Because <laughs> people want to think that because he's so imposing physically Yeah. and all that. But, I mean, yeah, he touched uh, six, on that athleticism. Six, seven, 270 is what he's yeah, listed at. Yeah, and he's kind of he, – he might have even been listed a little bit heavier in the past, not a ton, but I mean, that's an, an imposing figure with that kind of power, but you, you blend the athleticism. You're right. Those guys are going to be a great security blanket for, I mean, we know Tariq Milton had some breakout moments. We know what Deshante Jones can do. Finally, as a senior, uh, can be kind of a go-to guy. And then you got newer guys, Sean Shaw. I'm really intrigued by what he can do as a redshirt freshman with that six, six frame. And um, yeah, talent, really talented group. But so green at that position, when you can have three tight ends like that, and again, throw those multiple looks out there, um, that's, I mean, I don't know if there's been a better trio of tight ends at Iowa State. I actually think, too, and we mentioned it with the defensive line specifically, I think that this group, now this is a big caveat because we haven't seen them all be healthy at the same time. If those guys are all healthy, I think that's a top five to ten tight end room in the country. Yeah, I, I don't see how it couldn't be. Now, we don't have a lot of stats from Saner because of how he's been used. He's been banged he's up a little bit of too. He's a little bit like Ray Lima on the offensive yeah. side of the ball, though. What he does doesn't necessarily translate to the box score. Yep, yep. And and we know that both Chase Allen and Charlie Kolar can make big plays. You know, for a while last year, every catch Kolar made was, was a touchdown. Uh, I don't know, whatever it was, five in a row or something like yeah. that at some point. Uh, yeah, really dynamic group. I, I, I'd agree there. And one thing I'll say also is corner where you think you've got a lot of question marks because, you know, Anthony Johnson got a lot of starts late in the year. As Campbell noted today, though, he was in that, what what, what did he call it, junior varsity group like Brock Purdy was the first few games of the year mm-hmm. last year by virtue of that red shirt rule that kind of were able to chunk things up differently. He's got everything, the swagger, the size, I think, at six foot. And Detrone Young got hurt, but we know what I, – I know everyone's still high on him, but hearing about these – true freshmen and how they can contribute I mean it, that's going to be an intriguing group to watch I mean offensive line always is but we've been talking about that ad nauseum for years um, so we'll see how that goes but tons of starts I mean 37 straight for good Jones 26 straight for Knipfel you know Bryce Meekers played a ton of football Colin, Colin Newell Colin Olson after switching over that's a great core to build from when we know we've also got good recruits building depth behind that group um, I know that you jotted down a few maybe behind the radars uh, guys um, to point out. One of them that stood out to me is uh, the Easton Dean deal, the freshman, well, we thought quarterback yeah. out of Kansas. Now, Matt Campbell assured the media today that Easton Dean has not made the switch fully to tight end, um, but he is definitely doing some run with the tight ends. Mm-hmm. Charlie Kolar mentioned him to me. I didn't ask about him, and he mentioned him. Um, and then we saw a picture on social media earlier in the week with Easton Dean with all the tight ends. So they're they're at the very least tinkering there, to use Matt Campbell's word, 
That'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, looking at the future depth chart, I know I was with two quarterbacks coming in next year and Deckers and, and Bowman. Uh, a move like this wouldn't shock me. Um, the fact that it would be made so early would be a surprise. I do take Campbell at his word, though, Rob, that Easton Dean is not specifically a tight end going forward. I think they're going to give him a chance at both. But that's one of the ones that early on has kind of stuck out to me. Any other names for you that – Well, I, I did um, I did sort of uh, stalk a few birdies. Yes. I did uh, go after a, a couple of birdies out there. You know how much I love birds. I love birdies. You, you really do. I do. I love them in the form of sources. You love them in the form of wings and I love pooping them on in people's both, cars. both senses. Yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not a big fan of the, the poop element. But um, you ever been crapped on by a bird like I when have. you're golfing? I have. Okay. Fortunately, not on exposed skin. Yeah, just on you know. That's, that's good. That's a fun aside we just went on. But Chandra um, uh, Pulvermacher at linebacker. Okay, we were hearing some rumblings about him last season, but yeah. he's nasty from what I understand. Redshirt freshman like McDonald. I mean, uh, you know, you feel that strong. That Sam linebacker. It's going to be interesting because we know we've t- talked about McDonald. Yeah. If he's really good there as well, um, and you got that rock in Mike Rose. And as Campbell made a point to say, if you, really, if you want to embody their slogan, prove it, you've got Brock Purdy and Mike Rose who emerged as you know, bona fide stars as true freshmen. And then we know what Marcel can do, the senior leader at, uh, at the Will. Um, but some other guys we've heard of before, but, I mean, Trevor Downing, Joey Ramos are going to continue to push that experienced offensive line to get some time there. Um, and I'll just give a name among those true freshman cornerbacks, uh, Kimani King. Yeah, they love Florida. him. They love him. Uh, I, he's pretty big, 5'10", not, not wide. You know, he's listed at 165, but, I mean, he's got some length at that position and you know that's one of the reasons I'm so intrigued about cornerback because I think Johnson and Young can can be really good and you've got Tyvon Kyle you've got you know Amichi Walker's done something you know you've got some depth there but then you add a really talented group of true freshmen Um, again keeping guys fresh is imperative and in matchups and all that stuff It'll be really interesting to see which two freshmen emerge, but well, that's one name. The good thing about the corner position, a couple comments on that. One, I think it's viewed – I think it's fair to view it as a weakness right now on that defense relative to what else is there. But the good thing is those guys, one, have played a lot, but two, they've got an elite front seven ahead of them, and they've got good safeties in between them. So they are set up to be able to learn – in a really good type of defensive atmosphere. This isn't throwing Nigel Tribune yeah. out, you know. Poor Nigel. T- remember that, though? Yeah. Like, it was uh, – you did feel bad for was him. that, that Texas th- game? That was that Thursday night against Texas. This is a very different scenario. Yeah. In fact, it's – they loved Daytron Young way going back to two springs ago. I remember mm-hmm. his name popping up. Mm-hmm. And – this could be a deal where we look at it like this now, and, and at the end of the year, we're like, well, Iowa State is loaded here for the next two years. Yeah. You know, I, I do think that that's that type of position that it'll, it'll be really fun to see that develop. And back to wide receiver, I think that, the same, that could be the same conversation with this group. You know, Joe Skates, uh, we talked about 
Petway from the Arkansas transfer and, and guys who are here and have done things. Another birdie chirped a little bit about Juco transfer. Darren Wilson, 6'3". Yeah. Kansas Juco guy. I mean, he's got – Campbell got, said he might be the fastest guy on the team. Really? He told me that down in Dallas. Can he confirm to me that he still was? Well – but we'll uh, see. The, those two are going to have to make it up on the field because um, Campbell thinks that Darren Wilson's right there with him. Okay. Well, that's that's a, that's a, a good uh, a good I, problem to have. I, a I, good debate. Count me in as a Kane Nuwangu guy. I just think that he he had the really bad break with the injury. Yep. And he played behind a guy who is going to be starting for the Chicago Bears. I do think that he's probably better weapon for Iowa State than what most people think. I think a lot of people, it's easy to go, well, he hasn't really done much yet. But I look at it like Chase Allen, there's reasons. Mm -hmm. It's not that he hasn't worked hard or put himself in a spot. Like, he's had some unfortunate setbacks. I think that Nwangu, and I get, uh, Brees Hall and Matt Campbell mentioned this today, is a unique running back, bigger than what they've had. I think he's going to be long-term, him or Brock, or probably upgrades at that position. Don't deny that whatsoever. But I do think that we've all kind of jumped ahead a little bit with the Brees Hall, the Wangu talk. I think that Kine will really have an opportunity early in the season to show what he's made of. Yeah, and I mean, it, this is also a, you know an outgrowth of a program that's built depth and built a winning foundation. You know, how, how many times do you see at some of your elite schools, you know, that are used to double-digit wins about every season. Some guy is the third or fourth tailback. Oklahoma reminds me of that. How often does that happen there? And yeah, at some. And then he comes in and has three hundred yards. Yeah, and and he, he rolls, and then the, the other guy gets healthy, and, and he's done back to spot duty. Yeah, but that's what good recruiting, building that winning culture, allows you to do. You want guys. The guys want to be part of a program, even though okay, then maybe they could be a featured back at South Dakota right away. Yeah, it, it's. I, I I agree completely about Kane. I mean, he's got. He's going to have some type of breakout performance, I think. I, I'd, I'd be stock, uh, shocked if he didn't house at least one as a kick return and all that. But, uh, yeah, a lot of excitement there, the athleticism and the speed upgrades. I want to give a shout-out to our friends at Iowa Pork, the Iowa Pork producers, um, stepping on board for another year of sponsorship and partnership here with us at CycloneFanatic.com. We just launched the brand-new Cyclone Fanatic Pinterest page. And um, that is brought to you by Iowa Pork. Now, if you're a dude and you're like, what's Pinterest? Why should I care? It's actually really cool. Jacqueline built this page. Jacqueline Cordova has been building this page for us all summer. And we're going to have tailgating recipes. We're going to have drink recipes, beers. And we're going to make it really a lot of fun. So I'm looking forward. You, you use Pinterest, right, Rob? I'm not on it a lot. Uh, but, it, yeah, it gets pigeonholed as sort of like a certain niche for a, or for a certain type. But it does. I mean, it has anything. I mean, if you want just great barbecue stuff, it yeah. has uh, all the things you mentioned. It's fantastic for. And, it's, and, and as you use it, it's pretty easy to organize stuff and save things. And that's, that's an exciting development because, you know, the more platforms you're on, people interact with them differently. Some people yeah. prefer one or the other. other. Um, that's, uh, that's exciting. I'll definitely be on it more as uh, time progresses. We'll also be um, 
I believe next week is the goal. We're going to be switching over to a new podcast platform. Doesn't really mean much for you uh, who listen on Apple Podcasts. Like you're going to have all this stuff, but we are going to be uh, branching out as to where you can hear the Cyclone Fanatic podcast. But we'll have more information for that for you. Real quick, too, an update: the app um, is done. It's just in the hands of Apple, which is always a bear. So once we get that done, we'll be launching the Cyclone Fanatic app. That will happen before the season. All right, one more quick word from a sponsor. And then, so every Tuesday, Rob and I are going to do this podcast, The Rundown, and we're going to do, um, we're going to have some specific segments, but this next one will be called, What Are You Working On? What kind of features is Rob Gray tossing around? The great one on the wives, by the way. Got a ton of great feedback. Have you ever gotten as much feedback from a story? Uh, there probably are a handful. It's one of the, it's one of the highest. I mean, some of the ones like feature on George, the Daniel Adozi story I did yeah, back, pretty that was fanatic. Really good. Yeah. That got a lot of run and some, I think even some national mention. Um, but just so grateful to them. And it's so hard cause you kind of want to interview everybody, Yeah. but you have to narrow it down and you know, we can, I went head coach's wife, coordinator's wives and somebody even younger than that you know, the core of the group as in, uh, it, in there as well, just to be representative to an extent and, uh, a lot yeah. of fun, really grateful to, 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 to those who were, uh, nice enough to share yeah. thoughts with me. It was, it was very well done. Appreciate All right. It. Um, real quick word from a sponsor and we'll be back with what are you working on right now at flooring America? Save store-wide on beautiful, long-lasting floors like high-performance Resista carpet and waterproof luxury vinyl. Plus, buy with 30 months interest-free financing now at Flooring America. Welcome back to the Carl Chevrolet Studios Cyclone Fanatic Podcast. What are you working on? That's the new segment from the... Did we like the name Rundown either? And, and I want to throw this out to our audience. We have a very loyal audience. Uh, I'll be releasing our new Cyclone Fanatic Podcast schedule for the upcoming season. We are making some changes, I think very positive ones. I'm, I'm really excited specifically about one announcement that we're going to make. Um, I got to get all the details confirmed on that here in the next few days. But do we like the name, the rundown? I think that's perfectly fine. And yeah. no need to under un, overthink that. Cause this is kind of like a nuts and bolts, with the twist kind of coming out of, uh, we want people Campbell to Presser. know yeah. Yeah, when they're driving home from work on Tuesdays, what did I, what do I need to know about the cyclones today? Yep. Yeah, that's that's kind of where I get. And it. you have to always introduce the "What are you working on?" segment <laughs> with the "What are you working what on?" What are you working on? That's got to be the tone. You've been working on the wives piece for a long time. It turned out great. Uh, I'll tell you real quick what I'm working on. I've been I've been working on uh, a story about the three sets of brothers on Iowa State's roster. Um, people think of the Baileys. Keontae and Deshante Jones. There's a third set of brothers now, the Kolar brothers. And um, I, I caught up with them today at Media Day. So hopefully we'll be releasing that piece. If I, As long as the uh, fetus doesn't emerge, I'll we'll <laughs> probably have that um, up on the website sometime this weekend working on that. Awesome. I'm just, I've been taking notes all day. And people have given me a lot of feedback that they like my really long like nuggets, notebooks. Oh, those are always good, yeah. People, I think, like that form, and yeah. I, frankly, really enjoy writing those. Mm-hmm. So I'll be doing one of those. Rob Gray, what are you working on? Well, I'll tell you what I'm working on. <laughs> it's a um, feature on Jamal Johnson. I think uh, as critical a part of that defensive line, because we know what Ray Lima's done. We know what Jaquan's done. We really 
fully saw a glimpse of who Jamal Johnson could be last season. And that's a very positive force, a guy that could be plugged in when Ray was hurt and kind of keep the ball rolling in a positive way. Talk to him, talk to, talk to Lima about him as well a little bit, uh, Campbell and all that. So kind of that, but also expanding a bit more to, to talk about the defensive line that, that so intrigues me and you and should intrigue everyone. <laughs> no question. He's a Cyclones fan. Um, and uh, also I'm going to do a piece about how just the speed at every position group, you have more guys who are fast. Yeah. I mean, you want the athleticism piece first. That's what you go for, athleticism, character, whatever, all that when you're recruiting. And, and, and you don't really just say, oh, that guy's fast and you'll recruit him. But by virtue of how their recruiting has continued to ratchet up, you're getting more guys that add speed to that package. And I asked Kanae about that. I asked Coach Campbell, Coach Haycock, Coach Manning, a couple other guys, uh, Anthony Johnson, who at first did not want to anoint uh, Kanae Nwangwu as the fastest guy. Oh, I think, he, wa- I think, was... I think he wanted to say it with him. But when I asked him flat out, okay, really, who is the fast guy? He goes, I got to say Kanae. So we'll see. It's I've always heard of Kanae, Kanae, but this Darren Wilson's coming in and ruining it. Well, that's that's a good thing. Yep. That's a good thing. So working on those things uh, probably out in the next couple days. And I also have unearthed, it's always important for me, might not be important for more than 13 other people, the book that Matt oh, Campbell yeah. has got. What are we doing this Everyone, year? Everyone, that's for, oh, that's that's for, for print when that later. comes out, okay. the, the, the notebook. That's what Everyone Rob's, should read it, though. Uh, Jared will be back tomorrow, and um, Iowa State is allowing media at the practices tomorrow. And then, um, of course, the um, basketball reunion that we were discussing. We may as well let our audience in. It's, it's kind of a difficult event to cover. Yeah, because it becomes the same thing. I always yeah. try to gather some where they now contacts. Yeah. Or sometimes you can talk to people long enough that you can put together. Yeah. You know, some of my where are they nows are, you know, tomes. I mean, I like they're to really get, long, but some I, they don't all have to be really long. I like to get uh, video yeah. from those if possible because people like seeing them. Mm-hmm. Last year I got to – I did a podcast with Tim Floyd. That's pretty awesome. So that was cool. I think a lot of people liked – yeah, but there, it's a difficult – um, because event. the event is, first of all, was like a novelty, it, right? It's and not it's for like, us either. Yeah, like, exactly. It's for that, the program. If they let us into the event where you could like cover like the speeches that yep. whoever is giving those presentations, that'd be one thing. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, it's a cool thing. I'm not criticizing it, but we'll, we'll do our best to try and, and bring it to life for you guys. But yeah, um, fall camp starts tomorrow. And we'll start having, um, not daily, but close to daily access to the Iowa State football program. And um, tis the season, Rob Gray. Yes, it is. Um, And that's what we're working on. That's what we're working on. Maybe I should have like a, I could create like a bumper for the segment. Now it's time for, what are you working on? And there could be a little like boing thing at the end. Give me, give me a couple days. All right. I'll have that figured out. He's Rob Gray. I'm Chris Williams. And we are signing off from the Carl Chevrolet Studios.